You're listening to Radio MD. She's a chiropractic holistic physician, best-selling author, international speaker, entrepreneur, and talk show host. She's Dr. Suzanne Bennett. It's time now for Wellness for Life Radio. Here's Dr. Suzanne. Our next guest is nutritionist Amanda Archibald, who believes food is the foundation of wellness. She helps individuals understand how food works in the body and translates it to the plate in accessible, affordable, nourishing, and deeply flavorful ways. Thanks for joining us, Amanda. I was researching your website, fieldtoplate.com, and you offer a very interesting program called Hearth to Health Program, where you take people to the other side of the world for about a week and teach your students how to use food to heal. What made you want to take people to the Mediterranean? Father, anyone? So I. Sorry, I didn't hear you. Can you say that again? So I grew up in the United Kingdom. I grew up in uh, Europe. And so the Mediterranean was my backyard. Um, I grew up with parents who really cooked and gardeners. And then my stepfather was in the wine industry. And so, you know, I've grown up with Europe as my backyard. uh, And then studying nutrition and science, I was able to connect a lot of dots between my own upbringing and how the science related to to the plate, essentially. So Mm. that's that's the essence of it. Um, and then, you know, with Wonderful. my scientific background, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Wonderful. I mean, but, but, you know, specifically it's the Mediterranean food that you connected the most to, isn't that right? It is, it is. And uh, yes, absolutely. Because my training in nutrition, you know, the med- we've all been brought up, even from the medical perspective about the, the quote Mediterranean diet. But when you look at the Mediterranean diet with a lens of genomics, there's a lot more ahas than, you know, sort of like the pyramid of the Mediterranean or eat this or eat that. What we actually looked at is, well, what are the bioactives in foods that are eaten by people across the Mediterranean? And more importantly, when we look at Blue Zones research, so the research that looks at longevity and people who live to be beyond the age of 100, when we cross-map that research to genomics, we got a completely different um, perspective on what exactly the Mediterranean diet is and why it seems to work. Mm, that's great. And we had on our show Dr. Barry Sears, who wrote the book about the Mediterranean Zone diet, and uh, you know he talks so much about yeah. the different aspects of the oils and the herbs and and all that. Yeah. I'd like to know what what are those bioactive foods that you're <laughs> going to share about Mediterranean diet. Okay, so what we looked at very specifically, when we, it's one of my partners who's a PhD biochemist, Dr. Joe Veltman, and a 15-year expert in genomics. We were actually presenting to clinicians on longevity, so we looked at genes that, uh, or a gene pattern that would be consistent with uh, longevity, and then we went to the Mediterranean and we looked at the islands of Vicaria and Sardinia. So they're known blue zones where we, see, we find these clusters of centenarians. When we started looking particularly at bioactive, uh, that can downregulate that TNF-alpha and NF-kappa-B pathways, we found a plethora of foods that contain quercetin, which we just talked about, sulforaphane, which we haven't talked about, caffeic acid. So these are all known bioactives. And we said, well, look at that. Foods that are traditionally eaten on a regular basis, if not every day, on these two islands um, have the ability to downregulate this very pro-inflammatory pathway. So, so you start to connect the dots. You say, okay, 
that makes I love sense. I love what what you're saying right now, Sardinia. Oh my God, yeah. who doesn't want to go there? But let's go talk there, right? about yeah. Who? Let's talk about then these foods. You just talked about um, caffeic acid. Now, not many people know what caffeic acid. Yeah. I know it's a oh. specific phenol, but not many people yeah. know what that is. So, can you share what that is? Sure. Are you ready? Caffeic acid. One of the major sources of caffeic acid are olives and olive oil. Okay. How about marjoram, oregano, and rosemary and sage? So those Mediterranean herbs, and thyme is in there, garbanzo beans and fennel. So all these foods, if you look at these two islands, are con- are a consistent part of the plate. Maybe sometimes they may be a little bit more to the Greek island of Icaria than Sardinia, but there you you know you can start to connect the dots. It's like oh, they are eating foods that contain bioactives that talk to their genes. And, right. you know, we talked, yeah, so do you see the connection now? What we're saying is, oh, the Mediterranean diet isn't just about garbanzo beans and olive oil. It's about food gene crosstalk um, mm. that downregulates inflammation, upregulates these um, fire hose and, uh, you know, endogenous or intracellular antioxidants. And so we feel that that really is the story of the Mediterranean. It's a food gene crosstalk conversation, which to me is the new conversation. It's a new food oh, conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what I know what you do, I, I mean, from this uh, program that you actually have like a week in October. All, by the way, it's sold out. I checked it out yeah, myself totally. and it's already yeah. sold out. Next year. But, oh, you know, next year. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Year. Oh, amazing. Yeah. It's coming so what up. you're doing yeah. is where you're going to teach them in the kitchen how to mix all these properties in a synergistic way to enhance yeah. your body and and to increase a, your ability to live longer and and of course without Basically, disease yeah. without disease but also i think an important part is also immerse people in the culture so it's not just food it's the environment that you live in that strokes your genes as well the pure environment the ability to relax to walk to take time to be with other people so that's built in to the program but yeah so they're they're the fall program is in Puglia. We'll, we are offering that again next June, and then we're also probably going to go to the Peloponnese, um, which is sort of Western Greece, also um, next May. But, you know, this is we're just at the beginning of rolling out this food as medicine journey experience. So, so yeah. Wow. Come on over. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, absolutely. You know what, Amanda, uh, I'm actually from Korea. So, how does that relate? You know, because being from Korea, I love Korean food. And if you at all follow Dr. Weston Price's work, I mean, that that I uh, the dentist, you know, from the early 1900s, mm-hmm. where he talked about yeah. you've got to just eat your indigenous foods. Obviously, I'm yeah. not from the Mediterranean, and no. but can I benefit even so from the Mediterranean diet? You know, that's actually a great question because one of the things we look at is Speaking the Mediterranean, it's, and we look at, uh, to answer your question, is we say it's the right food in the right amount in the right environment. And I think if we take your question and cross-map it to um, Native Americans, you know, they, here in the United States, when we took them away from their traditional foods and immersed mm. them and bathed their genes in foods that their genes do not respond to, we saw what happened, chronic mm-hmm. disease. So I think, you know, at the top level, I would say, yeah, if you immerse your genes in the traditional foods, if that's how you grew up, they're going, you're going to have the, probably the right food gene crosstalk. I don't know that from the science, but I think when we look to India, we know that. 
So it, it would makes make sense. sense to make the same statement. Obviously, we have to sit in the science, but I would imagine that science would prove out exactly what you're saying. Plus, you yes. look how healthy Korean food is. It's absolutely fabulous. It has a fermented component that's out of this world. So, so yes. Well, that's good to hear. I I know for a fact, for my body, if I have Korean food every day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, that's when I do my best. And, you know, I remember growing up in Korea, my grandmother used to take me onto the mountains and just pick these these herbs and roots and things like that that, you know, Koreans still eat to this day exactly. and uh, exactly. and it really does make a di- big difference so you've got a website called field to plate.com mm-hmm. correct yeah yes i do and I so do. there can people learn uh, these recipes that you've put together i'm sure you have recipes so real quick uh, for individuals so field to plate traditionally has worked with the professional level but we are creating a whole new company for the public that's going to be called the genomic kitchen how cool is oh, that? Oh, I love so, that. So what your, what your public needs to do is go to my homepage. There is, at the bottom right-hand side, there's a mailing list sign-up. Go there and sign up for the Genomic Kitchen or Hearth to House, and we will be in contact with you with recipes and how to change your life through food gene crosstalk. Good to talk to you, Gene. Thank you. Thank you so much, Amanda. This is Dr. Suzanne sharing natural strategies for ultimate health and wellness right here on Radio MD. Until next time, stay well. 